<laughs> Woo! Man, that's good stuff. Isn't that good? That is so good. I want you to turn to somebody. Tell them that's good right there. That's the good stuff. Man, I hope you've had an amazing week. We've had an amazing month. Haven't we had a great month? I mean, it's been incredible. Incredible. If you missed the series, if you missed the series, you want to go back and listen to it. We had a series called The Lineup. And let's just give it up to some of the guys on, on our team, some of our communicators. Every, every one of them, man, is proud of Dad, proud of Ray, proud of Matt, Tyler, Dr. Ben. They just did a stand-up job. And I tell you, I feel like a kid at Christmas. I'm like, man, I am ready to preach. Are you guys ready to receive today? Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Well, let's do this. Let's open in a word of prayer. And uh, let's just thank God today for who he is. God, you are so good. You are a good, good father. Lord, and your love is amazing. God, your love is better than life. God, when we think about how low we were, we think about how lost we were. And then we begin to remember, God, how you caused our blind eyes to see. And with your love, God, with your outstretched arm, you reached out, you reached down, you picked us up, you lifted us up out of the sin that we were in, trespasses, our wickedness, and you cleaned us, you cleansed us, you made us right with you because of Jesus. God, we celebrate that today. And God, today, I pray as your word goes forth, we know that where your word is, your presence is, where your presence is, your word is. God, I pray as the word goes forth today, God, I pray that chains would be broken. I pray that shackles would fall off. God, I pray eyes would be open and hearts would be softened. God, I pray tears for some people today. Lord, that you'd squeeze our hearts, God. It's, it's been too long of a week. God, just to get here and check out. Lord, just to get here, just to be here, just to... We, we don't want to come and just be hearers of your word. God, we want to be doers of your word. And Lord, you said to remain in you. And you said if we would remain in you, if we'd remain in you, God, big things would happen. We would see fruit in our life, like the fruit of the Spirit, like love. Like joy, like peace, gentleness and goodness and long-suffering, patience. That's what I want. That's what we want today, God. So, Jesus, it's with a humble heart that we come and we ask you to speak to us today. But don't just speak to us today, God. Stir us today. But don't just stir us today, oh God. Change us today. God, may we leave and be a better version of who you called us to be because we came to the house of the Lord, because we listened to the word of God, because we responded to the spirit of God. That's what I pray, God, as we remain in you. You said we would remain in you if we would obey your commands. And then you said my command is that you love one another, John 15. So may today, God, may we let love reign. May we let love rule and God I pray today that you would open our hearts and minds in this series so that we can truly grasp 
the significance of the power of influence and the people we surround ourselves with. And I pray it in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. We're so glad that you guys are here today. You know, the truth is, influence is a powerful thing. Influence is. Influence is extremely powerful. And when I think about influence, I, I think about probably one of the, the biggest areas of influence in our lives are the topic for this series. We're starting a series, Friendship Goals. Friendship Goals. Let's just break it down for a second. Friendship and Goals. Do you have goals for your friendship? Do you have a place where you know this is where I'm at and this is where I want to go? Do you make friends or do you choose friends? There's a difference. The truth is we all have friends. Maybe you missed, I think you missed that. Let me rewind. I'm going to put it in reverse. I got a six speed, so reverse is about right there. Let me back up and say that again. See, some people, they, they make friends. They just make friends. But God don't want you just to make friends or just to have friends. God wants you to choose your friends. And he wants you to choose your friends wisely. In other words, we don't just fall. I woke some of you up. <laughs> we don't just fall into friendship. Are you with me? We just, I bumped into someone at the gas station. Now you say, no, 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 Pastor Tim. Like, there's some friends in my life where I met them. No, I, I, I get that. I get that. But we're talking about friendship goals. We're talking about being strategic with the people we let closest to us. Because you show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. You hear me? You show me. I like it when you talk back to me. Come on. Come on. You were told don't talk back your whole life. You can talk back at church. Now we're talking. I can't hear you, Navarre. Come on. Navarre's some rowdy peeps. I was in Navarre for two weeks, and I'm not even trying to rhyme on a dime. But that's what happened. I was there, and those people, man, I'm telling you, as you guys preach, especially Tyler, I don't know why, but as Tyler started preaching, man, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's us. That's us up there. That's our campus leader. And uh, they were all about it. So, And Blackwater, let's not forget Blackwater. Got to go to Blackwater last Sunday night. We watched God do amazing thing, and so we are so thankful for every one of you men. We're thankful for the guards. We're thankful for the chaplain, the warden. We're thankful that you guys come out and uh, support us. God's doing such a work in Blackwater. And uh, I tell you what, lightness and darkness, they collide. You with me? We don't just fall into friendship. You want to choose your friends wisely. And, and here's the deal about this series. And here's why you not only want to listen, you want to come. You don't want to miss it. Here's why. Because I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to pack. We're going to tell several stories. Some you may have heard, some you definitely haven't heard. Today, you haven't heard. Bet you most of you haven't heard this story. And the story is powerful, but we're going to learn over the next few weeks. We're going to learn that our friends are so important. Listen, you're getting ready to go to school. You're getting ready to go to school. The people that you let in, it matters. 
You say, well, Jesus was a friend of sinners. I know Jesus was a friend of sinners. You ought to be a friend of sinners too. I'm talking about your inner circle. Who are they? Who are they? Who, who are your friends, your peeps, your homies, your boys, your dogs? I don't know what you call them. Your friends, your besties, your BFFs, your squad, your tribe. Who are your friends? Who are the people that you let on the inside? Because here's what I'm going to tell you today. Whoever you let close to you will affect you. Whoever you listen to will affect you. It matters. The people that you surround yourself, the people that I surround myself with, it matters. And here's why. Because our friends will determine the direction and the quality of our lives. Do you hear me? Your friends might, but I'm in middle school, Pastor Tim. Then listen to me. I'm in high school. I'm going into college. I'm, I'm starting a new job. We just moved here. We love it here. This place is beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. And your friends, the friends you choose, will determine if you lose. Did you hear me? What, well, guys, listen, listen. What if we, what if we approach friendship? Not just for us, but for our families. And what if we were so engaged in our kids' friends, like we actually knew who they were? You know, I heard John Maxwell say a long time ago, he said, growing up, he said it was our goal to have all the kids at the house. To have our kids at the house, but to have our kids' friends at the house. How many know what I'm talking about? And so you do things you would normally do. You maybe buy things you normally wouldn't buy. Or you buy things you are so excited to buy, and you're going to be a good dad. <laughs> yeah, let's go play video games, son. Come on. Honey, we're <laughs> being a good father. <laughs> You've been in there four hours, bro. <laughs> you know, like, like, but, but we wanted the kids. I heard John Maxwell say that, and I said, brilliant, genius. Yes, we want our kids' friends to hang out at our house. Now, that's going to cost you food, <laughs> groceries. It is going to cost you, let me tell you. I mean, you're going to go shopping on Saturday, and by Tuesday, you're like, what? Where did the six boxes of sugar cereal go? And who ate my Oreos? Are you with me? It's going to cost you, but it will cost you more. It will cost you more if you are not, here's the word, write it down, intentional. By the way, you can go to version. You can go to version. The notes are there at version. You can pull that up. And you go to version. hit more, hit events, um, click on Momentum Church if you like the notes, which I hope you do. But I like them, so whether you like them or not, I like them. I, I like them. You can hit save. You can click on save. And if you're in Navarre, you're frustrated because I, we can't get no service in Navarre. We're in the school. I'm trying to follow along. So that's all right. That's why we have screens. So you look up there and, and track with us. But these notes are going to help you. And, and speaking of helping you, I want to help you. There are places we should go to not make friends, but to choose friends. And there are probably places we should avoid so we choose the right friends. Are you with me? You with me? Y'all got quiet. Um, let me put it to you this way. Church is a great place to make friends. That's why we encourage you to do things like take your next step. That's why we have 101. 101's coming up. We say get in 101. What are you talking about? We, we literally, I promise you, strategically um, do things to help you. So that's why you want to get to church early. 
That's why you want to be here. By the way, how about the music today? Wasn't that phenomenal? Wasn't that amazing? Sometimes we do what we call a cover song, and we start that off. So if you come here in Gulf Breeze at like 920, you're missing it. You're missing it. So you got to get here early, man. Pretend this was like a concert you paid a lot of money for. See, we think differently. Church, we just kind of, I was late this morning. I was late this morning. I don't think I've ever been as late as I was late this morning. I was like, I pulled up at like 9.07. That's bad. But I was late this morning. And, and Lord, help me not get a speeding. No, no, Lord, help me do the speed limit. I'm coming to church. Sometimes it's okay. It's an umbrella of grace. Sometimes you're like, don't be late all the time. Don't be late all the time. And here's why. Here's why. Because you're going to miss it. You want to take the next step. Maybe your next step is coming to church on time. Getting here early. So you can listen to the music that will prepare your heart for the message. I'm not on a rabbit trail. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Some of y'all thought I was a squirrel. That's later in the message. Stick around. No, I'm just teasing. Some of you need to take the next step. And your next step is you not only need to get to church few minutes early, but, but you need to sing. When we sing, you need to sing. You're singing to God. Do you know what happens when you sing to God? Chains break. That's the reason why, why you haven't wanted to sing, because the enemy don't want you to sing. He don't want you to sing. Some of you need to sing. Some of you need to express your worship to God. And, and you need to realize it's not about sounding good, although that matters if you're on stage. If you're out there, it doesn't matter. We get a free pass. We can just sing loud. We can sing off. It's a great thing about these speakers on the front row. You can't hear anybody. <laughs> the music ever goes out, we're like, whoop. <laughs> right, Dr. Ben, you'll be boy, right? So, so, so here's, here's the deal, man. Maybe your next step is you say, you know what? No, no, I need to get on a serve team. We're talking about friends. And you say, I need to get on a serve team. I need to get on a serve team. Because once you get on a serve team, you know what you're going to do? You're going to be surrounded by people. Here it is. Watch me. Who don't just share your same interest. They share your same values. See, it is good. Because what happens is sometimes at work, we make friends. Work's a great place. But sometimes we make friends. We have the same interest. We work together, we, we, we work a lot together, we see each other, we get each other. The problem is we don't have the same values, and values matter. They matter. You take somebody, you take somebody who has high values and consistently put them around someone with no values, and 99% of the time, the people with the bad values will pull the person with the good values down. It's called influence. You with me? Mike, come here real quick. Would you come here? All right. Right here. We are the same height. (laughs) Mike's in my community group. I'm going to have a hard time getting Mike up on the stage without his help. Do you agree? Okay. Work with me here, Mike. Step up here real fast. Yeah. Right up here. Mike's my buddy. Love you, Mike. Thank you. But I can pull Big Mike down. Big Mike is strong. 
It's easy to pull them down. Are you with me? It's easy to get pulled down. It is hard to pull people up. I'm not saying don't have friends. I'm saying make sure the friends closest to you share your values, not just your interest. Amen. You with me? We tracking today. So watch this now. You with me, Navar? Listen. We're going to tell this story in just a minute, but I want to go to Proverbs because this verse sets the tone. It doesn't just set the tone, um, doesn't just set the tone right now for the message, but the truth is it sets the tone for the entire series. And it's Proverbs 13, 20. Look at it. It's on the screen. And it says this, walk with the wise and become, say it with me, wise, wise, walk with the wise and become wise. How many want to be wise? I want to be wise. I want to be wise. Wisdom comes from the Lord. Wisdom is not a point of necessarily even understanding. Although understanding plays a role in it. But wisdom is a gift from God to those who walk uprightly and fear his name. And wisdom separates you. So this verse says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate, associate with fools and get in Trouble. Someone say trouble. trouble. Trouble when you walk down. Something like that. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. And some of us, we've been attracted to trouble our whole life. Right? I mean, you can take a group of teenagers. I went to uh, Momentum Kids Camp, middle school camp. Got to preach uh, all three of them and then... Then uh, the crew camp, we went there. And you can take a whole bunch of students. And by the way, we have the best students. I'm telling you, they're amazing. They're amazing. But you can take kids. You can take students, teenagers. You can put them in a room. And before too long, you know what will happen? Birds of a feather. They'll flock together. You know why? Because they share the same interests and they share the same values. Proverbs has so much to say. In fact, you ought to read a proverb a day. You ought to read a proverb a day. If you read and apply the book of Proverbs to your life, you'll become wise. You won't be a fool. Now, in the Bible, the word fool means open. It means open. I'm just open. You know, okay, whatever. You want to smoke weed? Sure, I'm open. I'll smoke weed. You want to go rob somebody? Sure, I'm open. I got nothing on the counter. Sure, whatever you want. I'm open. I'm available. You want to go do that? You want to go steal a car? Sure, man, whatever you think. I mean, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. I'm open, man. Whatever you want. You want to cheat on the test? It sounds great. I didn't study. Whatever you want. Oh, no. Oh, you're not going to let me look. You want to look. I'm open. Sure, man. Here's the notes. Let's just not get caught. Hey, what's up, sexy lady? What's up? What's up? Good to see you, girl. You're looking good. I can tell you've been working out in the gym. My God. <laughs> Problem is that's not your wife. <laughs> it just got real. Hey, you want to go to lunch together? Sure. Is a glass of wine on me? Sure. Hey, why don't you come over to my house? Oh, I got a wife's going to have the dinner yeah, I got time. We could do it. Just got to be fast. I'm just, just open. Someone go like this. Just open. That's the definition of a fool. That's the definition of a fool. A fool is just someone that just whatever. They just go through life and life just happens to them. 
They just, their feet aren't pointing in the direction they want to go. That's great wisdom right there. Let me ask you that question today. In the area of friendship and friendship goals, because we understand that our friends, our peeps, the people we let in near us and close to us, we understand that they will determine the direction and the quality of our lives. Let me ask you this question. Are your feet pointed in the direction that you want to go? Are you just going through life? Well, yeah, they seem like a nice person. Let's hang out with them. And they have no values. They have interest. I like fishing. You like fishing. The problem is the whole time you're on the boat with them, they just gossiping. They're gossip. By the way, you know how you can tell gossip? You can tell gossip by the people around them because they're gossips too. Did you know that? It's funny. In Navarre, in Navarre, um, Pastor Tyler, we brought up Pastor Tyler, campus leader. He's doing an amazing job. Let's give him some love here and go freeze. Navarre, let's give him some love. And, and when that happens, sometimes people, people transfer. People transfer. People, oh, man, we love Pastor Alex. God led him to Texas. And uh, Pastor, here's the deal. Whenever Moses moves on, God always has a Joshua in place. Amen. And um, so we do that. And, you know, people started gossiping in Navarre. In fact, the numbers started growing. They started, people started talking, and they started talking and all this kind of stuff. And you know what happens? What happens is a gossip will attract gossips. But the good news is those people left. Let's say kumbaya. And you know what happened? We're actually up by 100 people. How about that? Addition by subtraction. How about that? Yeah. And, and here's the thing. If you're a gossip, you're going to attract, attract friends that are gossips. If you're a liar, if you're deceitful, you'll attract those people. If you are full of lust, you'll attract people just like that. Are you with me? So we got to be careful who we surround ourselves. Are we going to surround ourselves with wise people or are we going to surround ourselves with fools? And a fool is just someone that, I'm open, whatever, sure, Hello. Let me ask you this question. I get my hands out of my pocket. Which one are you? What kind of friend are you? What kind of friend are you? Are, are you the person that's just always open to whatever? I'm open to criticism. Sure, sure, just yeah, yeah, that person, yeah. And I, and you just go, 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 go. Sometimes people come up and say, hey, so-and-so said, or they said, who's they? Who's the they? Oh, they don't want me to tell. <laughs> Shouldn't we connect the dots? You with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and or are you the type of person who you're wise? And you say, you know what? I want people in my life that are going to challenge me to go higher, that are going to hold me accountable. Because if I walk with the wise, I will be wise. I want to be wise. I want to be wise. Do you want to be wise? I want to be wise. Hey, that means that the people I surround myself with matter. Guess what? I see a lot of green shirts out here. Did y'all like get a memo or something? <laughs> or the same shirt? No, no, no. You're wearing that because this month we're launching community groups. Do you know why we launch community groups? You know why we have community groups? It's because you cannot love God without loving people. You cannot be a hermit who loves God and reads your Bible and Never wants to be around people. I'm not talking about personality. 
I'm talking about heart. So groups, hey, not just getting on a serve team where you might meet the right people, but maybe in a group. We've got so many amazing friends for life. And not just friends, but the right friends. And you know why we got them? We got them because we did life together doing community group. Mike's my friend. You think I'd have pulled him down like that if he wasn't my friend? I'd be hiding in that room after gathering. Where's Pastor Tim? We don't know. He's my friend. We have a relationship. When you have a relationship, you can actually say things that might not be easy to swallow. You with me? The kisses of an enemy, they're deceitful. But a friend, a friend will speak the truth at all times. They'll speak the truth. And by the way, if people, if they were going with you and they're along with you until all of a sudden you just say, you know what, man, I'm I'm, I'm not just going to stay here. I'm not just going to be open to whatever everybody wants. I'm going to open myself up to what God wants. And I'm going to begin to live for Jesus, and I'm going to make some changes in the way I talk, in the way that I walk. When you do that, if you have people, they're like, man, forget you. They weren't your friends. In fact, you can tell who your friends are when the money runs out. Of course, the rich have many friends, the Bible says. The prodigal son came to his last penny. And all the friends, he was floating. They disappeared. He was left alone. Why we do community groups is so you can make friends. And, and not just make friends, but choose the friends you can do life with. In other words, here's what I'm saying. Choose to win. Choose to win. Men, if, what if we approached it like we would draft day? Some of you got the apps on the phone. You know what I'm talking about. You're on it right now. No, just tease it. I was just teasing. I hadn't started yet, Pastor Tip. I was joking with you. And I love football, man. Nothing wrong with that. But, man, I, I love the excitement. The guys are, oh, man, dude, this is so good. I'm, I'm getting ready, man. We, we got our friends. What they're saying is we got our squad together. We're saying we got our boys together, man. We're going to do this thing. And we got college, We got NFL, man. We're picking the guys right here, man. This amazing in the NFL. We're picking our team. And we want him because he's good. And, and we study him. And we check him out. And then during the season, man, we're looking to see how our players did. We're scrolling. Are you with me? We want to see how our players, because we get points we want the points and so we chose carefully we didn't just say hey give me whoever y'all want no because that's a sure way to lose are you with me it's a sure way to lose so you got to choose to win or you'll choose to lose this verse is huge let's go to a story i'm just gonna i'm just gonna whet your appetite today on this story the story in second follow along with me in your notes second samuel and I want to give a little context to the message. I'm going to set it up for this week, but I'm going to set it up for next week also. So we're in chapter 13, but that's not where the chapter starts. You've got to go back to chapter 12. Chapter 12. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, we get this story. And this story is, is crazy. This story talks about how David sinned with Bathsheba. We know that. He saw her. She was taking a bath. He looked, he lusted, he ended up killing her husband, he got her pregnant, and all that stuff happened. 
I thought David was a man after God's own heart. He was. And yet David evidently maybe didn't have the right kind of friends around him to protect him. Or, or he wasn't honest with his friends. Oh, I'm going to preach right now. I'm going to preach right now. Because you can have the right people in your life. You can go to community group. You can go every week. You can be a leader, facilitator, apprentice, whatever. You can go. But if you're not honest, if you're not honest, you're not really telling people what's going on in the heart. And Jesus said what's in the heart is what comes out and defiles us. It's not what we put into our body. It's what comes out of the heart, Jesus said. Murder comes out of the heart. Lust comes out of the heart. Adultery comes out of the heart. Fornication comes out of the heart. Those things matter. And, and I've seen people that have done life with the right kind of people, and not very often, so statistics are good. You get around the right kind of people, but you also have to do some work yourself. And the work is being honest. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Bless God. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. I just got to praise Jesus. And you're not telling them where you're really at. See, I've seen that happen. I've seen people who, by the way, we're live. We are live streaming right now. Let's just celebrate that. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. We took that down for a while to make it better because that's a value around here. And then we're launching it today. It is live. There are people watching us all over America. There's some, I think, a few people watching us in other places also. We're glad that you're here. And your friends matter too. Your friends matter too. You got to be honest where you're at. You got to be open. Now, now, David, let's go to this. So David, David is a man after God's own heart. David loved God. He loved God. Man after God's own heart. And he surrounds himself with someone that he knew he couldn't have. He looked, he lusted, he wanted, he busted. He took her to himself, and in, in this chapter, in chapter 12, which our story picks up in 13, but a little context. You always got to read context. That means don't just pick a verse out of the Bible and slap it on the wall and use it for your advantage. It means you might be using it out of context. Well, I can do whatever I want. The Bible says don't judge. Don't judge. Really? Jesus says something like, by your fruit, you'll know them. Things Jesus said, sometimes we take a little different meaning from it. David gets her, and, and here's what happens. There's confrontation. Samuel confronts him, and Samuel says, he tells him this story, and he talks about it. He tells him a story. He says, man, and this guy, and he had these sheep and all this thing, and then this guy who had a bunch of sheep took the one sheep. The guy only had the one sheep. He took that, and David gets furious, and he gets angry, and, and he says, that man, and then all of a sudden Nathaniel, man of God, pointed his finger right in David's face, and he said, you're the man. You're the guy. You're the one I'm talking about. You're guilty. So there was confrontation. After confrontation, there came restoration. David confessed to God. He broke before the Lord. Psalm 51 is an amazing psalm, and he gets right with God. That's what happens. He gets right with God. So it's, it's confession. There's restoration. 
Then after that, there's communication. And David in chapter 12, he, he, uh, he begins to cry out to God. And he's like, please, God. And, and the reason why he's crying out is because the prophet told him in verse 11 and 12, hey, because you sinned, because you took another man's wife, because you slept with her and she got pregnant, because you killed her husband, because you tried to cover it up. See, what's done in darkness is revealed in the light. And because you did all these things, your family will turn against themselves. And you will have pain in your family. You have heartache. Your heart will break and the baby will die. And so now David, there was confrontation and then restoration. And then all of a sudden David, he's communicating to God. Communication. He's saying, God, please spare the baby's life. Please don't take the baby. Please, God, I'm begging you. And the Bible says he laid on the ground all night. You know why he did that? He was weeping. See, because sin looks fun for a season. But it's over when that season's over. And then shame comes, pain comes, hurt comes. And David's communicating to God. He's, please, God, please, God, please, God. And then all of a sudden, there's visitation because the baby dies. People looking at this little baby, it wasn't the baby's fault. Sometimes, we're thinking in the area of friendships here, sometimes... When we go the wrong way, we hurt those closest to us, not just ourselves. But then there's celebration. There's celebration because chapter 12 tells us that, that David had another baby. And this baby was Solomon, and it was the one that God chose. So you don't just make. You don't just be open, let whatever happen. You choose. God chose Solomon, can I preach this for a minute? Do you know God chose you? Do you know God chose you? I read it this morning in my Bible. I didn't choose God. God chose me. And God chose you. God loves you. God chose Solomon. And he chose Solomon to take David's place. And then this story. I hope you're really ready for this story. Y'all ready for this story? This story is about a man named Amnon. Scripture says Amnon had a friend. And I want you to come back next week. Because next week, we're going to unpack the truth from Proverbs that we read. Because if you walk with the wise, you'll become wise. But if you hang out with fools... Oh, it'll cost you. It'll lead you to real trouble. That's what will happen. Maybe some homework for you. Be really cool if you guys read this story. You can read today. Read it this week. Read the entire chapter in the notes right there on version. I put verses 1 through 22, but that's not the end of the story. There's more. There's more. You're going to see the lust of this guy named Amnon. And then he had a brother, and you're going to see the lawlessness. In fact, chapter 12 kicked off a trilogy of narratives where all of a sudden what God said came true. And the cap came off. And there were consequences for a decision that David had made that will literally change 
his entire family. And I want to ask you that question. What, what, what if today you're on the brink, you're, you're, you're on the edge, you're on the edge of doing something that you would never do except for the fact of who you have around you. Right? We can all look back into our past and we can all think, the truth is, um, I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't hanging around them. In fact, we can look back and go to some of the most hurtful areas in our past, in our heart. And the narrative is, it was due to the fact of the people we had surrounded ourselves by. Listen, listen, listen. If you want to come to this series, you don't want to miss it. We're going to start off with this story next week. It's going to rest your attention. Some of you, I hope you read it today. You're going to be like, what? That's crazy. There's some stories in the Bible that are way better than movies. This is one of them. Next week, we're going to talk about a couple steps. We're going to pull out some steps that Amnon took or mistook. And then in the series, we're going to talk about some ingredients of having the right people in your life. I pray that you come. I pray if you can make it. Honestly, if I want, can I be honest with you as your pastor? We have live stream for people who are sick. We have live stream for people who are traveling and are not here. We have live stream for people who live way far away who want to watch it. Please, don't go lazy. You say, well, I'll just stay home. I'll, just, I'll watch it because you're missing it. It's about having the right people around you. People say, why don't you just watch it at home? Yeah, I get that, and that's why I want to offer that and, and honor people that can't make it. But if you can make it, man, show up because God will show out in this series concerning my heart and your heart, my decision and your decisions because who we surround ourselves with determines the direction and the quality of our lives. Let's pray. Father God, we love you today. I thank you for your word. I thank you that you give us phenomenal wisdom in telling us to walk with wise. God, that helps us in business. We want to be successful in business. We need to get around successful people in business. We need to get around other people that are further ahead so we can learn. God, at school, as school begins here shortly, Lord, I pray over our students and our kids, our college students, I pray they would be intentional to choose, not just make, not just fall into, but to choose well and to choose wisely to choose the right kind of people because we ought to have goals for our friendship our friendship just shouldn't be something that's back burner our friendship should be something we prioritize so help us today god may we do an inventory in our mind maybe we need to write out a list of the people closest to us and, and begin to really god just put it in front of you and say lord 
Do I have the right people in my life? And I pray that we'd have the wisdom to know what to do and the strength and the courage to do it, God, even when it's hard. With heads bowed and eyes closed, we never like to end a gathering without giving everybody an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. To literally let Jesus make you new. The whole Bible is a narrative. And every one of the 66 books lead and point to Jesus. The gospel lets us know that God made everything perfect and sin messed it all up. Because sin, there was separation. Sin created a chasm, a distance from God. But God, in his great love, he illustrated and demonstrated to us how much he loved us. Because actions always have and always will speak louder than words. And Jesus not only chose us, but Jesus chose our sin to be placed on him. Because being perfect, being the mediator between God and man, he could reconcile us back to God. He could reconnect us back to God. And he, who never sinned, became my sin. And he became your sin. And he became the sin of the world. And on that cross, Jesus paid it. all to him I owe and the last thing one of the last things Jesus says on the cross is it's finished and Jesus was saying the price that had to be paid was paid once was paid for all was paid in full and scripture tells us that whoever will believe on him will not perish but become a child of God you're not a child of God because you were born you're a child of God because you are born again. It means born twice. You are born physically, but you must be born spiritually to be a child of God. And in crowds like these, and people watching online all over, I can't help but imagine that there are people here today. You got invited from a friend. They've been inviting you for a year, and you said yes. But this is the first time that you could hear that God's not angry at you or mad at you. He's madly in love with you so much he gave himself for you. He paid for your sin. And if you will confess that you're a sinner and acknowledge that Jesus is Lord and believe that he not only died but he rose again, the Bible declares that you will be made new. Don't you want that? Don't you want your sins forgiven? Don't you want to be reconnected to God? Hasn't it been hard trying to do this on your own? God's arms are open today to you and he says, come, all of you that are weary, you're burdened, you're exhausted, and you're worn out by religion. Come to me and I will give you rest. If you're ready to take that next step, there's a whole bunch of people who got fired up this morning as we were getting ready for church because we knew that this moment would come because he came and that he would speak to your heart and you would say yes, you would invite him in and your whole life would change. Life and life overflowing. 
So we're going to pray with you if that's okay out loud. We're going to pray with you. We're going to say the same thing together because we're in this together. Right where you're at, you can pray this. You say it out loud. You can whisper it. You pray it in your heart. I like the verse that says, the mouth, with the mouth confession is made. I think there's power in speaking it. I think if for nothing else, just so the devil can hear it. Would you speak it out? Would you say this prayer? I'm going to lead you in this prayer. We're going to pray together. And, and you're not praying to me. And you're not praying through me. I'm a man. I'm a sinner like you. We're going to pray this to Jesus. Right where you're at. You're talking to Jesus. Here we go. Would you say, Jesus, I confess I'm a mess. You and I both know I've sinned a bunch. But today, I believe in Jesus. I believe he's the son of God. I believe he died for my sins. I believe he rose again, defeating my sin. He came back to life so I could be alive and have life. And life overflowing. Because I believe I receive you now into my life teach me how to live in Jesus name amen if you prayed that prayer for the first time heaven is throwing a party that's, that's a party when it's kicked up a notch a party they're throwing it on your behalf and we'd like to clap for you this isn't about embarrassment this is about recognition you've just been made new you've just had your sins washed power washed pressure washed you are clean you are in right standing with God God doesn't hold any of your sins against you I don't know why you wouldn't want to raise your hand so I want to give you opportunity to raise your hand on the count of three in Navarre in Blackwater even if you're online let us know here in Gulf Breeze on the count of three hold it up if you did it today would you one two Three, right now, hold it up. Raise it up. Let's go. I see you, sir. Hold it up. That's right. I see you, sir. Who else? How about in the bar? Who else? Come on, Blackwater. Who else? You're watching online. Who else? Let's celebrate, church. Let's celebrate.